0: The world Good. is falling apart, as usual. Always has been. Always will be.
1: Or nothing new will, under the sun. It will. It will. You know, form something amazing and new. You know, something you new
0: know. and amazing will happen. Yes. No. Actually, car- carnage.
1: I was. I was reading actually this paper from Nora Bateson, uh, funny poesis. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think we we talked about this um, on another in another situation, but the idea that um, you know, there are catastrophes, bad things happening, you know, very fast. And then yeah. you have on the other side, you know, something that emerges also very fast, you know, very, a lot of changes in a lot of time, you know, like in the Cambrian explosion of, of species, basically. Like a Kairos. Yeah. An and then time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But then you also also the idea that, you know, you have like this insidious kind of incremental. Uh, things that change to the worst you know to the you know Mm -hmm. if you have like for example cancer or you get addicted to alcohol and this is like it's creeping in it's not happening overnight it's happening over like a longer period of time and so this term that Nora Bateson kind of Um, coined, a poesis is, you know, um, describing the exact opposite, you know, um, the incremental betterment of everything, but, you know, it's like good things that happening, but not from one day to another, but good things that creeping up on you in a kind of way, you know, so it's like, and so, you know, the thing that we have to train our eye not only you know to look at the bad things that are happening slow or fast but also the good things that are happening mm-hmm. slow and fast and yeah, so it's like, like, a, like hmm?
0: well we're, we're aging but actually older people are happier than younger people it's kind of interesting on average but so I'm there's one. an advantage there's a decay and a, and a disillusion and a brokenness and uh and then at the same time there's something sweet arising you know, yeah. I was telling you about sitting under under the apple tree, watching all the nice, firm apples just fall from the tree, and yeah. looking at the dew on the grass. And... But that's, I mean, I'm, I'm waxing poetic here, Tom. Um, please no, but continue.
1: No, but it's no, but it's true. <clears throat> but I mean, it's like also like in our life. I mean, you you don't fall you don't fall in love with somebody overnight. It's also like an incremental process. Or if you work, you know, with parallax, you know, you can do like this big things, you know, courses or podcasts. But there's also, you know, know, these little things that make it incrementally better. And it's like, Mm. you don't notice that, you know, there's like, I mean, I'm, I'm tempted even to say that there is a libidinal drive towards more complexity and beauty in all of this. And then there is this death drive, this, you know, kind of, uh, mm-hmm. insidious kind of drive towards destruction and death and chaos and all of this, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the, and they're happening, kind of arising simultaneously.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, so when something really horrible happens, it's also the advent of perhaps something not horrible arising because the horror has has, has exhausted itself or played itself out. And so this this horror that's been building up for a long time, um, yeah. Not that it can be kind of rationalized away, but but um, but I was listening to this Rabbi Friedman. He was talking about how it's like there's this there's there's this kind of you need to have this intensely constructive positive attitude all yeah. the time when something occurs which is a weird thing to say, perhaps, when you look at, you know, news events, and things like that, you're like, oh, okay, it's like, you know, going to hell, which is the knee jerk reaction. But but um, yeah, life does can kind of continue. and
1: Yeah, but I'm I, I, what I'm trying to still find out is, you know, how, how that actually works within the, you know, Ecology of mind, let's say, you know, to use that Bateson term, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like because you have that apparently that drive to life and complexity and beauty and all of this and to the betterment of everything, but at the same time you have apparently a drive that drive that you know drives into 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 destruction and and death and all of this. And so how I'm not entirely sure how that plays out within the economy mm. of mind and feelings, because they happen appa- apparently happen at the same time. You know, yeah. sometimes it's more like one thing is more in the subconscious and, and the other times the other one, but it's, it's a weird thing, because um, we're subjected well, to both in a kind of sense.
0: Well, I was wondering about, you know, uh, and I was thinking about something that that Luke said about Gurdjieff, and he, he defined the, the word sin, you know, as sleep. Mm which i thought was interesting it's like these things happen the death drive happens in sleep when we we are willfully asleep (laughs) you know yeah Uh, we're not attending to to uh to to life then then yeah we 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 end we move into this deathly march Mm. but then there's a the if you attend to life then then you can see that 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 you can you can you can See that you can that you can move in that uh, this direction, other direction. You were you were saying towards complexity and beauty and all that because because you're attending to it, you're, you're you're deeply attending to it. So it has a qu- it's something to do with attention.
1: Yeah, that's uh, atten- interesting.
0: Attention is the thing that that makes it. So if if we're not, if we're asleep, we just we're just the, the army of zombies. You know. Um, yeah. This this Hamas terrorists or you know people who are deeply asleep they just don't have any sensitivity to existence so they become killer robots mm. um able to do things that are un- unconscionable or you know or whatever perhaps um i think that that's a state of sleep i think like what hitler did was he he, he kind of hypnotized the entire german population into a state of terror terror and sleep at the same time like terror and sleep are sort of like there's only one thing
1: that i will say today about the conflict what's that it's a it's a quote by judith butler it's a it's a it's a couple of years old but still she said understanding hamas hezbollah as social movements that are progressive that are on the left that are part of the global left is extremely important. That's the only thing that I want to say here.
0: What the fuck does that mean? You can't just say something like that and then <laughs> not explain I it. I can. I <laughs> can. Why are they on the left? And anyway, I don't I don't, you know, I I don't I don't get it.
1: Yeah, but apparently um there's a huge a fraction of the left and radical left in Europe that exact looks at it exactly in that way, you know so um but
0: aren't they just revolutionaries you know same old Bolshevik gang that that you know yeah they're just the same old Bolshevik sons of a bitches
1: mm. yeah
0: they're, they're they're willing to you know eat their children,
1: yeah, did I mention that I didn't like Judith Butler? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fuck Judith Butler.
0: Hey, let's just say right now, fuck Judith Butler.
1: You know, he's basically a professor of literature that made up stories. That's the truth.
0: What if we did this whole podcast and and you you defended Hamas?
1: <laughs> no, I I won't do that.
0: No, no, you. It's your, just as a joke, like no, as a really no, poorly. No, no. Like a joke in the most poor taste possible. No, no, I won't do that either. I mean, come on, like fuck off. You know. No.
1: That's that's even way too far out for us. I mean, we can do a lot, but there's a line. No, we can't
0: do that. We can't do that. Uh, no.
1: Yeah. Um. um But anyhow, so um because you I, I was just throwing that in because you were like had mentioned Israel now twice. But I really want to talk about, you know, this you know what you're talking about sleeping, death drive, you know libido, and all of this because you know in in light of our last conversation, you know metacrisis i I was thinking a lot about resentment, you know mm-hmm. and so that's so how how do i do how do I frame this because it all kind of belongs together, and so we're talking about the metacrisis and and I think you know in the sense. I would think Nora Bateson would agree that's a very, you know, uh, narrow way of looking at the future because you are, you know, you can look you, you can have apparently like different perspectives, and I think there's you know some resentment playing into the, you know, bias to look at our world in a meta-crisis way. You know, and 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 it's a basically a resentment against the let's say uh positive libidinal forces of life that's what i yeah,
0: think yeah 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 I, and i mean I, you don't want to talk about the israel thing but i think that sort of play that's you know you can see that happening there
1: i don't know what you mean
0: well the the, the, the extreme of this resentment is is a bunch of you know People, per, you know, para, you know, you know, playing out that resentment in terms of expressing their their murderous desire to destroy life.
1: Mm. Yeah, to
0: behead babies, if you like. Mm. You know, it's that's the extreme of resentment. Yeah, it's like let's become so anti-life. become so completely disrespectful to life that and so so murderously resentful you know that 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 anything goes yeah that uh there's no more um yeah
1: but there's something you know in the whole concept there's something bothering me specifically and so i was thinking about this in context of feminism i know i'm making like lots of wild topics and wild claims but the thing is you know from my point of view there is you know feminism as you know like an ideal movement you know like 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 a philosophical ideal and then there's the way that you know uh, feminism is treated by lots of activists and feminists and then there are women that in my estimation you know with my Knowledge and empathy, I would describe as full fledged women, you know, women with a well rounded personality that are kind of not, and I found it kind of interesting that you said that, that are not asleep in terms of, you know, let's say the dark triad that they have or, you know, the characteristics and are fully fledged women. And in my experience, those well rounded women seldom want anything to do with feminism. You know, and if I if I compare, you know, these fully fledged round women, like from their personality wise, round women, I, yeah, no, I mean like from well-rounded, okay, <laughs> well-rounded, just... well-rounded yeah, yeah. personalities, yeah, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. So if I compare these women to, you know, these resentful activists, you know, the resentful feminists, I think, you know, they they they, they there is some recent uh, ressentiment within their own psyche that they're not fully embrace their, you know, womanhood or can't yet embrace. Yeah, you know? what and about
0: pride? Like, what about this notion of pride? Well, it's the same thing. Just, just like, um, um, just being fully proud of your, of who you are. And that's the full one, what you would say that the full bodied expression.
1: I said, well-rounded personality. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, well-rounded personality would have a certain kind of pride and joy in its existence and, you know, and belief in itself and that kind of thing. Right? Yeah, but I think if you externalize rather than act the opposite of, of behaving and acting from resentment.
1: I think if you have to go to, a, you know, a pride parade and have your flag uh I, I would argue that you have that you are, that you are not really uh you know that you don't have really embodied pride well an integrated maybe pride. it
0: sometimes is, expresses itself as a lack of pride that's that's possible that's too
1: that's exactly that's what that's i mean true.
0: so the the over, overt expression of pride might express you know a lack of pride
1: Exactly, and the same goes on, you know, with, or an you, with insecurity. Era. Yeah, with feminism, there's something, there's a lack of true femininity, you know, that I that I observe with feminists, you know, with the activists
0: or a denial so, of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah.
1: so and so, um, and the same thing goes for 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 you know thinking about the meta crisis. You know, there is like a lack of appreciation. For the forces of life
0: well maybe that's there's a right. perverse desire to there's a perverse desire maybe there's a there's a sort of perverse desire for destruction and that like you want it to be a crisis yeah but it, that's it will exactly make it point. will make it your your it will make your life more meaningful uh-huh. but that's, that's exactly that, that's what i'm saying
1: that's exactly because that's the death drive and then you have like a resentment for the libidinal forces for for you know the 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 you know the libidinal drive and Mm -hmm. that's exactly what i mean
0: sure yeah no i i i think i think that yeah i wasn't speaking about pride in terms of you know lgbt and all that you know i was speaking about pride in terms of actual pride it's like because uh, I was listening to I, uh, the reason I was thinking about it again. I'm sorry to bring up the Israel thing again because I was I was listening to this rabbi speak about. He's like, okay, there's something happened here in Israel. Okay, what do we do? We you know you feel pride in, in yourself and you go and deal with it as quickly as possible, and that's what should be done, you know. So 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 it's it's not a sort of uh, it's not a it's 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 not a kind of. Negative nationalism. It's more like full appreciation of who you are, and then needing to do what has to be done. Like uh, if if you have to go to war against people like that, go and do it and get it done, and then get it done as quickly as possible, and then get out of there. <laughs> That's what I. So I, I like to I like this 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 analysis of the thing, rather than just making a big drama about it making more of a drama i mean it is a drama but rather than getting too much into ideology and getting too much into dichotomies just integral pride
1: yeah i mean since since you brought that since you brought that up again let me just say one thing you know Understanding Hamas, Hezbollah as social movements that are progressive, that are on the left, that are part of the global left is extremely important.
0: Just let me. Okay. Let- Fuck off, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Judith Butler. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's all you want to say, huh? That's the only, I, I can't rope you into saying anything about this stuff. You just won't talk about it.
1: No, but the issue is that I'm, you know, that I'm that I'm an idiot, and I have no educated opinion on. I mean, I have opinions, but I have no educated, historical, political opinions of on what's going on. You know, it's like I have I have what comes what comes out what I feel are, are biases, you yeah. know. So it's like, uh, but these are not, so I, I can't contribute anything of value to to the whole thing except to express that I'm, you know, uh, that I, you know, just watch the videos and just I'm, I'm crying, really.
0: Yeah, that happened to me too. Uh, I, 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 was, I was, you know, I saw the videos and I saw the horror, you know, it's like horror, okay, horror, 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 doom scrolling. And I was doing that a little bit. And I was like, why am I doing that? And then I saw one video and it was a family. They're sitting there. The terrorist exactly. is there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The terrorists mm. are there. The family, they're just sitting on by the wall and there's two kids and they're both, both the kids are yeah. crying. Yeah. And the one kid is saying to the other kid, uh, is asking his parents, is like, can my sister come back? And yeah, the sister yeah. has just been shot by the terrorist. And the mother says, no, your sister can't go back. And then the kid just starts to cry even more yeah uh and and i and and then i started to cry yeah i was sitting there i started to sob and i went outside and i started to sob and it's like um and then i came inside and and, and my wife's like you know take care of your own kids stop doom scrolling <laughs> you know stop this right get it together but i couldn't i went back and i started to sob and sob and sob and sob and, sob. and this had this i did that for about an hour and then it was over and now i'm not sobbing anymore i'm just it's, you know, I had to, there's, there's some reason that I, you know, that I had, that I needed that emotional, <laughs> I needed that emotional outlet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's proper, that's a good, I think that's has to, I think, to, to, uh, to witness something like that, then, then, you know, to to have that reaction is perfectly natural and, and, and should, you know, and then you should get over it and go on with your, your life and, you yeah. know do things the best best you can but but that was that was just it was just so hard to watch it was just so hard to watch that kind of horror it's just yeah. like so that's what i that's the only thing i guess what i would say it's just horror it's like it's so hard to to, to uh uh to, you know you can't turn away completely you know and then and then you can't just spend your life looking at that shit but um, anyway.
1: Yeah, you know what? What I mean, I, I was actually referring to this video as well. And what I found so strange was that was the video
0: that got you too. That that that. Yeah. Uh... Because
1: so what was so you know because if you look at the inv- I mean, Israel is a secularized state. You know, so they they have they they have probably have IKEA and stuff. Because, you know, the interior of, of that place looks like every other European place where I live, where yeah, you live. It looks, like, it looks beautiful, look
0: at, the neighborhoods. And, no, and no, I mean, just or, ordinary. And, mm-hmm. No,
1: no, no. What, Andrew, what I mean is you look, you yeah, only yeah. have, you know, this window where you look, you know, at the family lying down and, and just the 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 stuff, the, the, um, the stuff that they had in their place are just like normal westernized stuff that probably, and so like the connection that you... Instantly have to know that that could have happened here. That's you know, it's just we have like this. Inst- it's not a foreign environment in which that happened. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: so, and 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 that's the you know the the thing that it it seems so close because you, you know for for what it's worth, I I, I I don't think there has ever been like an industrial or like a, a scientific or you know, revolution in in the Arab world or you know any kind of you know uh, enlightenment phase and so you have it's, it's it's a completely different environment you know but if you yeah. see if you see these videos that happen you know basically from within the western sphere although i know that's a little bit difficult to say so but you know yeah
0: sure oh. yeah, yeah well yeah it's it's, fami- it's familiarity because yeah, you, you, exactly. you 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 cry because you imagine yourself in that situation Whereas it's hard to imagine yourself in oneself in, in a in a situation that you have no familiarity with, like Palestine or or yeah. or, or, or West Bank. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, mean, I know
1: enough families that you know I could project into the situation your know, family settings and you know it's it's just this yeah. familiarity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And if you were a sort of an air, you know, if you were Islamic and you saw that happening in Gaza, you might have the same reaction, you know, of seeing the baby or whatever that we have because you know it's like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of awkward to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've 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 nothing to add there. I mean I can read Judith Butler again if you need me to.
0: Oh yeah, just read her one more time so I can say fuck off Judith Butler again.
1: Yes. So so that it really sinks in, you know? Okay. Understanding Hamas Hezbollah as social movements that are progressive, that are on the left, that are part of the global left is extremely important.
0: Fuck off Judith Butler. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me a right winger or something probably, but yeah. <laughs> fuck, yeah. Fuck off person who thinks I'm a right winger too.
1: Yeah.
0: Just fuck off, okay?
1: Yeah. Anyhow, so how, how 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 do we save this conversation from of you know
0: You want to go back into this you know, you know emergence but we let's,
1: I mean we can talk about resentment. You know, resentment is a fascinating issue and and aspect of our lives
0: what do you feel resentment about tom
1: i feel resentful uh against uh, judith butler to be quite honest mm, why why yeah um because of the bullshit that she says
0: was this something she said recently or is it no no no
1: no. i told you no no i said that it's uh, it's an old quote
0: oh it's an old quote it's an old it's an old quote you you think she would is she still around or where is judith butler she she's still breathing yeah that's unfortunate (laughs) well she says stuff like that no i mean it's not that the conflict between israel
1: and palestine is somewhat new it doesn't immer- you know even if it's an old quote you know they have this conflict that at least since 1947 so i mean you know
0: yeah but doesn't this like doesn't this change things somewhat i mean maybe the, at least it does for me it's like okay um whatever whatever like moral equivalency i could i could i could i could project onto that i is gone in a sense I mean, I, I don't have that anymore.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I must say, I probably have a different, you know, what, what's bothering me, or what's, you? Know, it's not really bothering me, but because I understand it, so that I, even in our in our liminal web, or whatever, it's like, there are lots of, you know, leftists that are pro Hamas, basically, you know, and, but me as a I as a German, you know, I necessarily I have a kind of different perspective on this whole thing because you know um for whatever happened because
0: they execute gay people because they they they, they're all it says right in their their uh constitution that they want to destroy jews (laughs) kill jews eradicate israel from the face of the the planet because they they're they're a bunch of thugs and, and criminals and and uh, how can you support them i mean
1: well i mean israel is
0: not not you know it's not it's not perfect it's got a lot of problems but but they have hospitals with good hospitals and you know where arabs and jews work together and and i don't know i mean i i just don't it seems it seems pretty black and white to me so far i mean from my observations of of this of it. it, it seems quite clear yeah, that but- any moral, any moral equivalences, out the window. Like, forget about it. Just like, like, the Israeli army warns people before they 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 they, they go. They bomb them. They they have all kinds of codes of ethics. They're they're they're, they're perhaps they're they're much. It's just plain clear that they're they're a more civilized country and and that. I don't know. It just seems black and white to me. But uh, again, maybe this is going to offend some (laughs) people. Maybe we shouldn't put out this podcast. I don't know. No, we should.
1: No, (laughs) we should. But this is exactly what I wanted to say. For me as a German, it is pretty black and white. You know, because, I mean, if you just look at the, you know, what happened, you know, uh, within, you know, the show on the Second World War, you know, we, uh, the Germans did a lot of things to eradicate the Jews. Right. And yeah. then, the, then the, which global... is
0: what Hamas wants to do. Yeah. And but that then, is their program. It's, it's, so they are actual, yes.
1: Yeah. Let me say what I want to say, Andrew. So then the international community decided to give them a space, like a safe space, right? In uh-huh. that area. Uh-huh. Yep. And, and they, it, it was not an arbitrary selection of a place, because they had a history with that place to begin with. And that place that they were given, it's not a big country, you know, it's like, Israel is a fraction in its size from Germany. It's very tiny. It's like, I I looked it up, it's like the same size than Mumbai, basically. It's, it's, I mean, not big, it's engulfed by Arab states, you know. And so for me, it's like to attack this safe space, and, you know, it's like to attack babies and to attack a rave that has nothing to do with, you know, a political argument. This is just, this is just an, you know, an extermination event or like, mm-hmm. like something. It's the where... same
0: old, it's the same old, it's the same yeah. thing. It's just the sho- uh, Shoah, it's just a continuation of that. It's the same right. sort of um, scapegoating anti-Semitism that there's existed for, for, for centuries, you know, Yeah. but it just, it's, it's again we see it's funny because we see the world doesn't change as much you know you think that we've progressed or there's something and then we see something like this it's like oh same old thing same old you know
1: yeah i mean i mean it's weird because you know so we we had this ukraine crisis and everybody was you know you know up in arms but now you have this crisis and i mean i was asking myself so China and and Russia what uh, do, do they have skin in the game in 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 this conflict and they probably don't and i was thinking about you know thomas piketty and his idea of of he- end of history that we found like a kind of global global balance that sure like this uh, conflicts can erupt but they don't really change the general balance of things you know because it's like it it seems that no major shifts happen it's like we're staying the same you know there is the, this end of history you know it's like it's just a repetition of the same now again and again and again
0: yeah yeah Or well, maybe it you get a repetition of the same until you know the hope would be that things get so bad you know things get so that the, the horror really sinks in and then because the horror really sinks in there could be a bit of a shift there could be you know there could be this could be this could you know maybe this would sort out the whole refugee crisis in in israel you know eventually you know after yeah. you know that would be the the hope that you know they figure that out, they figure that whole situation out which has been kind of ambiguous for a long time but or or just you know or just continues and continues and continues and yeah
1: but still i i must confess i don't understand this infan- infatuation with the left and the you know the hamas and the palestinians and and the arab world because i mean it's like if if you look at the the purport and this is like harks back to the beginning of our conversation about you know resentment and and not being well integrated so you have you have the left that has values of you know against misogyny and against violence and against all of these good things no, 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 against all these bad things like misogyny, but then you have like this infantuation with, you know, the, the values and the religion of the Arab world, which is like, it's kind of crazy to me that um, this... It's like a shadow. Is, uh, that's what I mean. That's It's, it's super you know, weird to me. You it's know? So weird how- that,
0: that people can, the LGBT community who are, you know, living in, in countries where they're mostly safe, you know, um, from from being you know executed for their sexuality you know are supporting the you know in Hamas that that one of the commandos they found out that he was gay and and they they tortured him to death and killed him because he was gay so uh and they put they t- they take gay people if, and they, they push them off buildings, uh, you know, things like that. And they're 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 so against any kind of freedom and liberality at all. And they want some medieval version of Islam to take over the world. You know, they're they're just a they're just a religious death cult. So. So perhaps the reason that the left identifies with them is that they identify with the resentment, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, that that's what we we're talking yeah, exactly. about.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's a very strange phenomenon, but I mean, it's like, it's, it's hard to put in words. You know, it's hard to 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 put put the, the finger on it. But it ha- must have something to do with resentment, and yeah, you know, the yeah. fact that all these things like natural pride are not really integrated. You know, it's like if you if you have I mean it's the same thing with like in spirituality when you look at you know this Ibiza or like this new new age uh, spirituality where everybody's declaring themselves like a shaman uh, but they're they're never scratching the the surface of what's spiritual possible and somebody who really embodies um, or like has deep insights into spirituality would never you know Shop we never them. put on a
0: show about it. Whatever. Yes, yes, and it's, it's like
1: it's it's this weird it's this weird thing where um you know you know death depth and, and superficial, superficiality are kind of confused.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know what it is. It's it's depth just... and
0: superficiality are kind of confused. What do you mean by I'm not I'm not following the logic there?
1: Now, what I mean is like so the feminists the, the activists are kind of cheering on the on a superficial level for, f- you know, feminist values and, you know, same rights and whatever. But at the same time, they're supporting, you know, systems where misogyny is like, you know, on the daily... Well, they,
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they only support the, the the oppressed. They only support the the under, you know, the so-called oppressed, right? The, the, they're... They'll only support. They'll support those people who are oppressed, and they'll hate those people who are successful. I mean, one of the one of the like the another thing that this rabbi was saying that if you want to know anything about anti-Semitism, it's envy basically. Anti-Semitism is 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 a form of envy mm. because because we have you have this tiny minority of very successful people who have you know how many Nobel Prize winners were Jewish and etc, etc very educated, very successful, very wealthy, very positive people and then so they're the, they're the people you're going to hate <laughs> you know in, in yeah. a way because because they're because because they're successful and, and and you're going to hate them because they have something that you don't have. So I think it's I think that we can look at look at look at this this as as a, the pathology of envy and envy always looks for a scapegoat as we know from Gerard.
1: Yeah, but and the isn't jews, envy jews are that...
0: like the ultimate scapegoat because they they're they're usually responsible most of what they're responsible for is pretty positive in the world as far as i can see um and but isn't and yet... envy
1: like the result of resentment
0: yeah of course mm-hmm.
1: let me read something else to you i mean incidentally um it, it's not Judith Butler, but it's like, uh, I, I saw that in this morning. So this is this guy, I can highly recommend it on Twitter. It's, he's, it's called Rolf Degen, and he always, you know, highlights some um, studies that were made. And so it's one, it's called Expressing Moral Outrage at others' people Moral moral Transgressions Helps Us to Whitewash Our Own Misdeeds. Uh, recent work mm-hmm. suggests moral out- outrage, come get bigger here. What's going on? Why doesn't that? Recent work suggests that moral outrage may in part be driven by a desire to bolster a threatened moral identity. When our meat-eating participants read a passage reminding them of the harms associated with their diet, they expressed greater moral outrage at SeaWorld Park for animal abuse violations. When we allowed meat eaters to express moral outrage at factory farm owners and operators, they reported feelings feeling less guilty and rated their own moral character higher and so on and so forth. So you have you know this mm-hmm. idea that um if if um if you're not integrating your shadow, if you're not integrating you know your envy, if you're not inter- integrating you know, let's say the dark triad or whatever. Uh, so, so you you lash out in in forms of resentment, you know, and and so, I Absolutely. found it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, it's kind of liberal guilt or something, right? That yeah. Expression that you know what you're speaking of. Mm. Yeah. And then and then you know trying to be there's also a way like being having solidarity for some oppressed group is a weird sort of thing right it's a weird it's a way of avoiding your own immediate surroundings Mm. there's a voyeuristic perverse quality to that
1: yeah um it's a weird phenomenon I mean we're all we all subjected that to that in, in, in to more or less degrees, but still, I think, uh, I I still think that like what sets us apart, you know, as a Western culture is that we're able to talk about these things, you know, that we that we can talk about scape scapegoat mechanism. We can say how much that informed, how much Christianity was informed by that, you know. We can make fun of of God and Jesus and. I mean, have you ever seen Preacher, the series? That's just an hilarious show about w- what a fuck-up God and Jesus were, you know? And so it's just hilarious. And so we, we had this, this you know, scientific revolution and the Enlightenment that, you know, um, put, you know, that in, into context what we did the 1,500 years before. And I feel like, like the Arab world never had that, you know? So don't talk bad about, you know, their prophet and uh that he that he bedded you know an 11 year old and and wrote in the coron you know ways how to uh you know make sure that she's not damaged when you bet her you know for future times so that's just you know it's like the bible is not nice either and ugly at times but at least we're able to talk about these things
0: yeah well, and also and also i think with christianity and judaism there's a kind of reform built into the system uh there's like you know christianity the, n- nobody would nobody would take any some of the old testament statements literally anymore because because they're not meant to be taken literally <laughs> whereas yeah. whereas whereas there's this literalism. In the islamic world about well at least in the extreme versions um about about how the Quran the is, is supposed to be interpreted so uh so i think literalism you know is is the is the issue fully like believing in something but not re- just believing in the, the proposition of it without any reflection or thought or you know just yeah like in the in the Jewish tradition, you have you have the oral Torah and you have the the written Torah, and there's the unspoken, and then and then over again and then you can you can reform the tradition over time. There's a way there's a way to reform it. There's a way that the rabbis get together and they say, okay, this is not working anymore. We can't we can't um, we we're not just going to kill all the Canaanites anymore. You know, we don't we don't do that anymore. That's that's wrong. And um, but you can't do that in the Literalist yeah. traditions, yeah. But I guess in a way, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not an expert, so I'm I'm talking out of my hat on some level. But but it does seem to be that fanaticism and you know and literalism is is this sort of rampaging pathology.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm also talking just out of my. Head. I have no. I have no. I have no educated opinion about this i've you know it's just like um people that studied that these phenomenons way deeper and intenser than than i have so Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i guess we should be humble and didn't didn't
1: take over not also not only you know kill women and children and stuff i mean isn't that one of the great ironies of of history that you know his picture was sold you know, on on posters and T shirts like millions fold, but he has a really bad track record in terms of killing. You know, innocent bystanders.
0: I don't know, but but no doubt. Yeah, yeah, the revolutionaries. You know. Yeah. They're Communism uh, and socialism. The good terrorists. The good. Yeah. They're good. They're called. There's a book by Doris Lessing called "The Good Terrorists." Yeah, You know, they're the good terrorists, you know, not the yeah. the bad ones, but the good ones. <laughs> so do you want to read the Judith before we end this? One last time. Butler, yes. Quote one more time.
1: Yes, one more time. <clears throat> okay, understanding Hamas Hezbollah as social movements that are progressive, that are on the left, that are part of the global left. It's extremely important. Fuck you, Judith. Fuck you, Judith.